Time for Spotlight today on KRWC. It is our final Tuesday of, uh, well, not the final Wednesday. It's the third Wednesday of the month, and that is uh, always the uh, day we're going to talk with the uh, county commissioners. It's our final visit with uh, Commissioner Mark DeLayden, who's in studio with us here this morning. Mark, well... Good morning, Tim. Yeah, pull that mic right up or slide right up so we can hear you real well. Uh, we had to drag you out in the snowstorm here today. Well, I think you did it on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's starting to get slippery out there, yeah. so I hope people pay attention, leave plenty of room between cars, and take their time getting to where they want to go so they can get there safely. We've been uh, saying for uh, well over a week now, almost constantly, that uh, I was kind of kidding that... Uh, the plow crews are probably just letting those trucks idle in between time because they're, they've are they been going just about 24 hours a day here. Yeah, they've been uh, getting it out there quite a bit. And if you ever drive around to go from Wright County and the roads that, you know, continue on to another county, you can definitely tell the difference from where Wright County ends and another county starts. Yep, I have heard that many, many times. Um, our highway department does a fantastic job of making sure our roads are as safe as they possibly can be. Again, when you have extreme weather conditions and it's cold and all that, it's tough to do anything. So yeah, just be safe out there. And they have fought uh, just about all the conditions you can get here already in a matter of two weeks. We yeah. had really <laughs> right wet, slushy snow and then... Uh, uh, ice conditions, and now this very light powder. And oh. yeah, you're right about that. And it's light with this cold weather; it just packs down pretty easily too. Yeah. So yeah, it's slippery out there. So be safe. Well, this is uh, going to be our final visit with you during your uh, time on the Wright County Board. We were kind of reflecting a little bit prior to the program. You uh, finishing up ten years on the board, right? Correct. Yep, ten years. It's time for uh, new ideas new blood to get out there and and visit with people and try and improve services and come up with new ideas. And we've got some, I think there's some really good candidates or people that got elected Electees, for yeah. the new board. You know, one of the things, uh, we made history that there's going to be three women on the board, which has never, ever happened before. Mm-hmm. So, um, and well, all new, And all newcomers, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, um, one was, used to be a mayor, one was on a city council. Right, but to the county board, they'll yeah. be. Yeah. yeah, they'll be new, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. One of them is also on the uh, San Michael School District board, too. Okay. So they've all got some background experience. Right, So right. I think they'll hit the ground running. And uh, I don't think, well, they met with the... Um, the um, County Administrator and the two um, existing commissioners that will be still on after the year. And had a chance to discuss a number of different things. And the difference, because I asked him, I said, well, did you tell them what Dick Norman, who used to be the old city, or the um, county coordinator or whatever Mm -hmm. it was it was called, Mm -hmm. Because when the four of us, because there's four new commissioners right. when, when we got elected, he told us to, uh, you know, now don't go out and start making a lot of changes or anything. <laughs> well, I, I think he only lasted six months and decided to retire. So <laughs> we, uh, we, the four of us didn't sit still. Yeah. And we've accomplished a lot, I think, in the four years. 
Um, I was just going to say, let's uh, let's flip the calendar back here to uh, 2013 you took over? Correct. Yeah, at that time, we had a homegrown website, which wasn't very interactive, uh, didn't work well, real well for the constituents. So one of the things I worked with um, the IT department, and we, we got a, a new website set up. And with that new website, there's a calendar on there that interacts with people um, so that everything the board sees, the documents, um, everybody else can see uh, just by clicking on the calendar for that board meeting. And what new thing they're going to be adding here in the next, I think it was within the next month or two, um, when you watch the video, or if you're looking at the, um, the minutes or something on there from the past meeting, it'll take you right to the video of that particular time. So that's going to be nice, I yeah. think, for a lot of people. But they don't want to sit through a bunch of right. boring stuff at times. Well, and there was there was ways to get around it, too, but you were always kind of guessing as to, you know, you could slide it forward or backwards or wherever, but you're always doing the guessing game of where yep. it's going to land there. So. so I think that'll be a lot nicer uh, for people. Um, yeah, I, I think the technology has come um, a long, long way since when we got on the board. Um, we just uh, implemented um, our new um, ERP system, um, Enterprise Resource Planning, um, for all the financial things. So that's going to make future reporting and future forecasting a lot easier. It's going to take a little bit of time for everybody to adjust to it. You know, something new. Some people like, some people don't. Some people don't like change. But it's going to eliminate duplications um there's certain things that had been du had to been entered two or three times so it's eventually it will save time it'll which will also make save us money and also be more efficient and be able to get more information to the public yeah kind of software streamlining there uh yeah and that's what it is so, yeah. you know there was a number of different systems that wouldn't talk to each other right so now we're eliminating that, and everybody will be on the same system. It, theoretically, it should all work out really nice in the long run. Um, over that course of that 10 years, and, and certainly before that, too, Wright County was growing, but boy, in the uh, decade that you have been on the board, and particularly up in your area there in the St. Michael, Albertville, Otsego areas, uh, it has just exploded with population in the last 10 years. Yeah, and the last five years is when it really took off. Right. But yeah, no, there's there's an incredible incredible amount of development going out there. So it'll actually be kind of nice to have somebody that was on St. Michael City Council um, on the county board now because they understand some of the issues that are happening out in in that area. So that I think will benefit the residents of of the St. Michael Albertville Segal. And even Hanover, because Hanover is actually starting to grow considerably, too. they got some new developments going on down there. Sure. And, of course, with all of that, another big uh, part of uh, what you guys dealt with for, you know, your time on the board was transportation issues. There were a lot of different things that happened with that. 
Yeah, going uh, from, uh, what was it, River Riders, and the state shutting us down on that, which still irritates me a little bit because there was issues going on, and the state never said anything until they shut us down. It mm -hmm. was not a very good thing to deal with. But Trailblazer has worked out really well. Um, our ridership is up dramatically. Um, biggest problem we're having there is um, bus drivers and getting newer buses. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a huge shortage of those style buses out there. So okay. that's not just our problem. That's a problem throughout the country for that matter. Sure. And roads, uh, you know, and here again, up in your area or that whole northern tier along uh, 94 um, and a lot of the county roads in that vicinity too, lots of road work. Yeah, um, with the increased population, we had to do something with the roads to make them safer, um, widen them out. Um, you know, safety is very important Um for all the travelers on the roads and also for the pedestrians too. And, you know, we've partnered a lot with the cities for when we're doing some road expansions to put in trails and that sort of stuff too, so that it's all done at the same time to try and, and save money. We've also been working with um, some of the um, ISPs, the internet suppliers and providers. We were gonna start putting in empty pipe uh, when the roads are redone. But we've come to find out that um, Spectrum Charter um, will not use a third-party pipe oh. to install a fiber cable. So that was kind of a decided it wasn't going to work very well. Mm -hmm. But we have been working with um, um, Charter and um, it's one out of Meeker, Meeker... Maker Cooperative, Electrical Cooperative, I think it is, um, which does um, uh, broadband. And uh, we've been working with them with some of the funding that we got from the federal um, ARP funds to um, help them get internet into locations that haven't been served very well. Right. Um, my, uh, up by Collinwood, that's going to be better out in that area by Cocado. Um, there's a lot of areas there. Um, South Haven, um, they don't have much there, so that's going to be, uh, they're working in that area too. So, um, It's gotten to be to the, to the point where really no matter, no matter what you do uh, for a living, no matter uh, what occupation, farming, um, anything, anything, uh, just desperately needs that great internet service. Yeah, well, you know, back when I was in, in school, something I had to look up, we pulled out the encyclopedia, right. or, you know, and we had this... A little slower, but... <laughs> we had this huge selection of, of encyclopedias that mom and dad would have to upgrade every few years because mm -hmm. of things that would change. Now you can, you know, get on an internet and just find vast amounts of information on any subject that you want. Yep. So, you know, for the students, they need that to do their, for sure. their homework. Yeah. Whether it's elementary, middle school, high school, and college. Right. They all need that. 
Well, and then the whole COVID thing taught us that, uh, you know, a lot of this distance learning is based on or dependent upon that as well. And, you know, even though we hope that that blip is is <laughs> over, you know, I mean, uh, we, it's pretty easy to see that you could, uh, you could get to a situation at some point in time where that becomes... Uh, uh, some districts already are doing it on snow days. You know, they'll they'll do distance learning, so they've kind of dovetailed out of COVID right into that. Yeah, uh, I know there was a lot of school districts that um, had poor broadband service out in the outlying areas, and what they were doing is they loaded up the buses with a um, hotspot, yeah. I guess is what they're called, and would go to certain areas so that the students could get on to do their homework and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it you're absolutely right. The COVID proved on how on how we've become so dependent yeah. on technology. Heck of a way to have to do it, but uh, I guess we we learned something out of it anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, was the most pleasant experience. Oh man, uh, talk a little bit. We talked prior to the program that uh, the incoming commissioners. Uh, did I understand you right? They've already gotten their committee assignments and things. They have had discussions on it. Yeah, okay. there may be a little more horse trading. But instead of doing it at that first meeting in January, they decided to go ahead. And and the, and the reason is, is that when we got on, we had no ideas about the committees. Right. We weren't informed about them ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, there was four of you, too. Yep. So. so, you know, at that first board meeting, we're, well, what does this committee do? So the idea was to give them some background on what these committees do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where are your strengths? You know, what what would you prefer to do? Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's going to be really good um, going forward for their, um, those new commissioners. And they all, ha- you know, they all have some sort of experience. One sure. used to be a mayor. One's on a, a city council. One was a. a, a on the school mm-hmm. board, so they've they've got some good experience with dealing with the public and that sort of stuff. What what surprised you the most when you uh, took office? You were there for a long period of time, ten years. You pretty much saw a little bit of everything over the course of that, and some things that nobody saw coming. <laughs> but uh, as far as uh, backgrounding, and I'm always amazed at uh, at the county, city level, county level. And then it just gets uh, more intense as you go up the line. But uh, all the background reading and things that you must, it must take a lot of time. It, it does. You know, and I guess being my dumb self that I was, I kind of <laughs> went into it blind. Yeah. I, I didn't realize all the services that the county by law has to provide mm-hmm. you know 74 75 percent of everything we do is mandated by the state not necessarily paid for but mandated yeah and that's part of the problem is that they'll mandate something they'll pay for it for a year or two or partially pay for it and they withdraw the funding and now it's on the taxpayers yeah. which is not fair but that's neither here nor there. There's nothing I can do about it other than talk to my right. legislators and sure. complain to them, which um, as a board, we do every year. Mm-hmm. Um, we let them know what the biggest concerns to us that affect Wright County. You know, and one of them was uh, property taxes with a huge increase in um, values of home this year mm-hmm. and the ha- homestead credit going away. Because you, once you get so high, 
you lose the homestead credit. The tax, property taxes fell on the residentials this year. Um, a lot of commercial properties, taxes went down a little bit because it, those taxes or those uh, property values remain fairly flat. So it was it was tough to try and get that the levy down so that it was reasonable. We're all taxpayers too. Sure. So we don't like to spend a lot of money because uh, it comes out of our own pocketbooks too. Yeah. Well, and I was I was going to get to the uh, the whole budgeting process, and you saw many many times uh, over on on this process, and and it must be uh, even as somebody that just kind of you know, reports on it or, or looks at it. I, I think I have kind of gotten a little bit more of an understanding on it, but uh, if you're on the board, uh, you must have, it must be an overwhelming thing to, to really find out about setting those budgets and trying to keep it in line. Because like you say, you don't want to pay any more than, uh, than you have to either. Yeah, yeah, those first couple of years were, we're tough, um, especially on Pat, who had been a commissioner for a while. Right. And then he's got four new commissioners to deal with, and we're all going, well, "What is this? What, you know, what did what what did he need this money for? What is?" Mm-hmm. So those uh, those first couple of years, it took a lot longer to go through the budget. Yeah. But you know, now with the technology, um, I I believe it's going to be a lot easier. And again, we're doing forecasting now, so we know, or we're planning on what what money's going to be needed next year and the year after. You know, before it was always just straight amount. Um, so the, um, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, on the truth and taxation, which we just had last week, week before, mm-hmm. we only had two residents show up. Yeah. Um, and I wish more people would come, but at least now with the technology and it's still out on the website, you can go to, I think it was the 14th, um, and look at, um, the information that, that is out there. Um, there was an agenda along with some PowerPoint presentations to explain where the money's going, you know, what it costs on a per person basis for these different services that we have to provide and you know again we don't have to fight everything i mean parks is is not a requirement but you know we talked about covid earlier those parks really got heavily used during yeah. covid there was people that were finding some really neat things out there so mm-hmm. um Wright county has some of the best parks around so i urge you if you haven't been out in the, to any of our parks you got to get out and look at them and, and, and walk them. They're just some beautiful things. Well taken care of, too. Those uh, folks really do a good job. Which reminds me, uh, talking about parks, uh, we have put in for a, it's a wheelchair on tracks. So uh, through the state, and we're hoping that we'll get uh, this grant for it. But it'll be a wheelchair with tracks so that people that are, are handicapped, um, have a difficult time getting around to go out on a, in a, on a trail in a park, we'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's kind of exciting that yeah. we're trying to do all that sort of stuff yeah, too. Pretty cool new feature. Yeah, so hopefully the state will give us that grant and um, we'll be able to 
get people that normally don't have an opportunity to get out there to get out. Commissioner Mark Delayden, our guest, kind of wrapping up uh, his final visit with us. Uh, We talk with county commissioners each third Thursday of uh, Wednesday of the month through uh, throughout the year, and we'll be talking with uh, not only uh, Commissioner Ketchmark and the other commissioners will will meet them along the way too, and so uh, uh, any anything uh, left on the list? What's next for you when you get out of the county board here? Now you're just going back to the regular workaday guy. Oh, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, get, uh, getting ready to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, got enough employees now, and my son-in-law and daughter are going to take over. And allow me to play with my grandkids more. And, there you go. Well, I should say play spoil. <laughs> That's much more enjoyable. Sure. And uh, play with my cars that I have. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Well, uh, we salute you for doing a great job for uh, the full 10 years on the board. And uh, best of luck to you in the endeavors that you got going. And always a pleasure when you come in. So um, we appreciate the openness. And I think... Really, I could say wholeheartedly, all of the board members have been nothing but transparent and accessible, and any time we've ever asked or needed anything, it's uh, been a pretty good working relationship. So Yeah, and that's one of the things we tried to do, and again, that's why we tried to improve our technology so that people can get the information they want at their fingertips. For sure. Or at least have, you know, call us and we can get it sent to you or something. Yep. So... Hopefully, Very good. Yeah, hopefully next year we'll get a few more people to Truth and Taxation so they can understand where their money is going. Excellent. Mark, very good. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And, and to you, Tim, and a uh, blessed new year. All right. We'll talk with you uh, sometime down the road here, and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you, Tim. All right. There's today's Spotlight on KRWC.